What's up, guys? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's completely free. Not only is it free, but there are also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, they'll be able to distribute your podcast for you on all the famous platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If you guys are creatives and want to get after it, I highly suggest using Anchor. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back to the 2AM podcast. This is Zaid, and um, I have to say we have a, a beautiful guest Boo. for today. Mm, I'm just kidding. Are you That's... booing in the middle of my intro? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, before I was rudely interrupted, uh, our guest is Basil Spicerack Dacklebab. Oh, Hello. damn, dude. Now this guy, the... he's an EMT uh, as Logan mentioned, he's also an amateur mechanic, and uh, <laughs> no, but honestly, he's he's a he's a lifelong friend. I've known him for for a while, and uh, I love this dude. So, welcome to the podcast. Welcome, thank you, Doug. thank you for having yeah. me. Thank you, thank you for coming. We know your schedule's been pretty wild, saving uh, saving lives on the daily. It's been know? pretty busy. Yeah, not gonna lie. Do you? I just out of curiosity, <laughs> you know, I, I want to dive in head into this because like it's kind of what we're all dealing with right now and it's just like the one thing i'm always curious about to hear from a medical somebody in the medical profession coronavirus how much has your life changed from it since uh the outbreak has started in terms of work yes so initially what was cool for us you know we had drastically lower call volume mm -hmm. because i feel just everyone was afraid to go to the hospital mm -hmm. so nobody called right so they were we were having maybe one call days where we were just hanging out, doing nothing, which was pretty sweet for us. But on the flip of that, um, a lot of smaller companies were kind of going out of business now because the call mm. volume is low, money's not coming in, they're running out of um, personal protective equipment, so the masks, the goggles, the gloves, all that stuff. Mm. And so um, it kind of, I mean, makes you a little afraid. It's what's going to happen to the company you're working for, right? Seriously. But um, luckily, they've just been cutting back on people's hours and not having as many cars go out. So that way, you know, you keep people employed. But at the same time, you know, now that we have less cars going out, now it's back to the same call volume. It's, if not, it's been busier. How yeah. many calls would you get in like a normal day? Oh, maybe three in a 10-hour shift. Okay. Yeah. Dang. Three, four. I thought you would, ha you would have more. It depends. I'm, you're oh, talking yeah, about average. Depend. If you say average, I'm going to say three to four. Mm. High end can be six to seven, which is ridiculous. Good, yeah, good Low end. I mean, I've gone no call days, which is fantastic. So what do you do on that downtime? <laughs> that extreme downtime? Whatever I want. No, no Which is way. cool because here's the thing. Like a mm. lot of places will work out of stations. Okay. So when you're not on a call, you're at a station. So some companies will have you stationed out of, say, hotel rooms, you know, their actual station, whatever it is. Um, with the amount of cars that we have out, we don't have the need or the ability to have a station to go back to. So we just post throughout the city, essentially. Mm. So what's cool is, is they give you a posting location, which is either a cross street, a hospital, whatever it is. And you're allowed to stay within a mile radius of that area. So you go wherever you want. You know, I've done shopping on shifts, yeah. you know. Wow. <laughs> just taking advantage. You might as well, you know, you finish homework, do whatever you need. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's, it's not bad when you have the downtime, but you have days where you're just sitting there for four or five hours and there's nothing to do. There's You can only scroll through Instagram yeah. and, you know, Snapchat so much yeah. before it gets boring. Yeah. <laughs> and so 
you know, you have some days where you're, it's better to be busy than bored and mm -hmm. other days where it's better to be bored than busy for sure. Well, yeah. I, sure. I have noticed that with a lot of like EMT companies mm -hmm. where, uh, like for example, like I'll just be having lunch on my day off and then they'll all be there in a crew just like grabbing lunch and like yeah. dicking around. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. There yeah. must be downtime. I see a lot of the rigs just posted up in random places. Mm. Yeah, the majority of That's companies true. will just have people posted in random locations. So, I mean, usually <laughs> once you've been working a little bit and you know someone um, that's also been, or you work with someone that's been working for a while, they also know good spots to kind of go to if you need to, you know, yeah. get some food, refreshments, whatever, bathroom, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, every spot has its own little spot that we know to go to. That's down. Yeah, it's not bad. Your own little vibe location. Little vibe check locations. <laughs> vibe destinations. <laughs> waiting for the action. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Saving Calm. lives, catching a gloves vibe. on and ready. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, it's not like that. Gloves, gloves on, mask on. <laughs> no, no. You'll just yeah. strictly be made fun of if you do that. It's definitely one of the more scarier jobs, especially right now. Mm. Seriously. I mean, yes and no, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's just this whole influx of this giant. Um, I don't want to say plague, obviously. <laughs> virus. The black virus, plague. Sure, you know, this whole influx of like this virus that's going through, right? Mm. Sure, you're on the forefront of everything else, but we have protocols in place. We have safety equipment. We have things that we're used to dealing with these things. So it's the same safety precaution you take with someone, say, that has uh, tuberculosis, you know, pneumonia mm -hmm. maybe. It just kind of depends. Any type of aerosolized, airborne... Um, isolation precaution it's all the same and so we we're we're prepared for it in that sense because we deal with it from mm -hmm. time to time mm -hmm. and now it's just that you're dealing with it you know two or three times a shift it just kind of depends yeah yeah crazy rough yeah that's scary i mean that's kind of scary like you said i mean i would be terrified to go out there like i mean obviously you're saving lives like that's part of your job you know like you got to get people to the hospital if something's wrong but like the fact that you could like take it home and infect other people and then they like have their own lives and stuff like that. I mean, you know, what there's, I'm there's always the fear of taking it yeah. home or whatever. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like I said, there's so many safety protocols in place that we have. And if you're a decent EMT and you're a decent, you know, healthcare professional, you take the precautions that you need. Not just for yourself, but for, again, people at home, your family, friends, yeah. people that you come in contact with, future patients. Right. So we do practice good you know, hygiene and precaution throughout. <laughs> you just it. can't be paranoid. You And that's the whole thing. Yeah. Honestly, you can't be paranoid because mm -hmm. even some of my coworkers just are paranoid every, after every, they're wiping down every inch of the ambulance. Yeah. They're doing whatever, you know, before they start the shift work. And don't get me wrong. I will clean the surfaces that we use and do whatever, maybe a little more here and there, but like people that are actually freaking out about it and are actually paranoid. Some of them are healthcare professionals. Sure. Yeah. It's kind of the stir crazy thing that's going on right now, but I don't know. I don't know if people are, it's, it's like the job that you signed up for. And if people aren't in that mindset to kind of deal with it and they're always going to be paranoid, I don't know why they're in the field. That's true. To be hundred percent honest. That's to be hundred percent honest. Being a firefighter, but being scared of fire. Ooh. Right. hundred percent. Being a cop and being afraid to be, you know, go after a bad guy type thing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not comparing sure. myself to a cop, obviously, yeah. you know. No, Matter respect for is, PD is. and police, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. But mm. I was gonna say, thank God that you have those like safety 
like feature or i was gonna say safety features, features but like <laughs> those precautions set up and of stuff course. like that like of course you got to have all that stuff on lockdown i imagine mm. yeah, right? so the funny thing is like in emt school when they're training you and everything else the number one thing right the most important person on scene is you that's what they preach that's what they teach and everything that's the whole mantra is number one person on scene is yourself then comes your partner, then comes the patient. Yeah. Right. Because you have to take care of yourself. You can't throw yourself in dangerous situations and just, you know, go haphazardly into a situation that you weren't prepared for. Mm. Because guess what? Now, if something happens to you, there's now two patients. Mm. Right. So there's always the practice of, you know, being cautious of whatever situation you're going yeah. into, whether it's a virus or, you know, someone, a psych patient or whoever it may be. It just, uh, it's just good practice. It's scene safety is yeah. another thing, you know, just making sure that you're going into a situation that you can handle and yeah. whether or not you need to call any additional resources any or whatever. Backup. No, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, when you're being taught, there's this whole list of how you go through a call pretty much. And in that order, right, it's like you have your gloves on and any protective gear you may need. And then it's scene safety and then, you know, calling additional resources if you need it and then working through your whole thing. But number one thing is your own safety because... You have to take care of yourself. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. Have you seen any gnarly like situations like? Yeah. Like, what's the craziest thing you've seen? Head bashed <laughs> against the concrete or some some shit like that. So just a PSA, like just for everyone. This doesn't apply to me personally. Yeah. Okay. Because I have luckily never been in tr traumatic situations in that sense of like traumas. Mm -hmm. I deal with a lot more of the medical side, mm -hmm. right? And so I have seen a lot of you know. Um, heart attacks, strokes, seizures, stuff like that, but not a lot of the trauma side. Just, but just a PSA, the worst thing you can ask someone in a healthcare field <laughs> and anything else, EMT, fireman, whatever, what's the worst thing you've seen, right? That's like the immediate was, question was, we want to ask. I, know, I, know, I was trying I know, to walk around that. No, I, was, I understand yeah. that. And I just want to put that out there for everybody, the viewers and everything. Sense, just, no, and it's fine. You know, it's yeah. like the number one question that clicks in your head to like think about because yeah. I... Is there, as, why, there's another humans, way to word it, like... What sticks to you to the most that you've seen? Yeah, oh. Even that is, I don't know. What, I, don't know. So I mean, that's a better, like, that's a better, okay. Cause here's the thing. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, doesn't apply to me, but I know of a lot of people have been in bad situations, mm -hmm. like full on PTSD from, you know, oh, what they can seen. imagine. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And things like, and to make, ask yeah. them something like that is to have them relive it. Yeah. And that's just obviously that's not a no go that's was, a no go i was gonna imagine it's kind of like when you ask a soldier like oh did you kill anybody over there right kind of the same it's, idea I, on a different level but yeah. it's the same idea yeah he like looks up and he's back and now <laughs> yeah those dirty guys <laughs> okay okay oh, canceled. Nah, brother. <laughs> relax grandpa <laughs> don't worry we're not censored here well we are but yeah we keep but, ourselves yeah. in check yeah i mean if you're going to ask me that question, you have to break it down into genre, right? So I can go into like a funny story. I could go into like the crate of medical, mm -hmm. right? And where everything just hit the fan and just everything's going wrong. Mm -hmm. It just kind of depends. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hold on. What about this? Have you ever had like a call where it was just like, did you really just call us? Oh yeah. That's every shift. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's every shift. Every shift. Okay. So let me get into one of those stories, right? Yeah. So like we show up somewhere and um, it's like. 2 or 3 a.m. I don't even remember at this point. 2 a.m. Mm -hmm. 2 a.m. podcast. Oh, was, yeah, I remember it because I was listening to the he podcast. Knows, and I was in the, at the scene. <laughs> this was a while ago. So um, we get called out for abdominal pain, right? Mm -hmm. Someone has a tummy ache. So we show up, you know, 
talk to the lady and everything. Oh, like, hey, what's going on? Everything. So, oh, I, I don't feel good. Okay, what's wrong? It hurts. What hurts you? Oh, my stomach. Okay. How long has it been hurting you? Oh, about uh, about three weeks. So <laughs> why are you calling us now at 3 a.m.? Right. And you don't word it like that. You say, yeah. okay, so what's different right now that you called us at this time as opposed to, you know, three weeks ago? <laughs> Imagine. Oh, I guess at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, people will lose their temper God and stuff damn. like that. No, no, 100%. And it's all about patient care. It's all about being, you know, obviously nice to people. The patient is always goal. correct. Yeah. That's the whole goal. You know, you're, you're a patient advocate. That's yeah. what they call yeah, they're it. They're the customer. It, that's well, essentially yeah, what it is too, you know, customer service voice. But anyway, right. She's yeah. like, oh, three weeks. I'm like, well, what's different now that you call this at this moment as opposed to, you know, within the last three weeks? And she's like, oh, it just, it hurts. Well, I understand that. But is there anything different now? It's really bad. Okay, sure. We'll take, we'll take you to the hospital. Get over there. Right. And this is another thing patients love to do is change their story between the time that you pick them up and you drop them off. And when they're talking <laughs> like to the doctor puzzle, bro. or the nurse. Yeah. And they're telling a completely different story. And now the doctor's looking at you like you're an idiot. Yeah. Like you didn't do your job properly. It's just like, yeah, that's that's the best, obviously. No. So we show up and the doctor's like, oh, what's going on? You know, it's like my stomach hurts, the whole thing. I was like, how long has it been hurting you? Um, about three years. It's a big jump. Whoa. Three years is what she says. I mean, same number. And the doctor's <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. Have you have you been checked out for it before? And she's like, Oh yeah, yeah I've been to the doctor for it. What did they say it was? Oh, I don't know. It just it just always hurts. <laughs> so the doctor literally the doctor looks at her and she's like, "So what do you want me to do for it?" <laughs> right? And anytime you bring in that patient, the doctor always gives you a look like, oh, "Fuck you." The fuck is wrong with you? Oh, you yeah, shit. why did you bring them over here? <laughs> you think as you can just to get licensed in a month, two miles away, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, right? <laughs> pretty much. Uh, yeah, but people absolutely people call for just ridiculous stuff. God damn, dude. But you meet a lot of interesting people, yeah. so it's not bad. Wow, it's not bad. I was gonna ask: Has there ever been a scenario, a scenario that you arrived at where it surprised you, like something about it was just so either extraordinary or so random? You're like, am I in? I'm, I'm in the simulation, like that kind of vibe. <laughs> that you know kind of saying? okay. I can't. Nothing comes to mind, and if nothing immediately comes to mind, or I'm maybe it's no. even like a weird coincidence, like something happened out there. Maybe I don't know. I'm just trying to give you some maybe. More to work with. I know. I understand. I'm maybe, but it's kind of hard to think of off the top of my head. You know, mm. that's a big one. Yeah, that's a big one. But that's a good one. You know, that's a good one. I'm sure there's maybe something. Well, I'd have to think about it. I don't know off the top of my head. To be honest, would it be crazy if we gave him merch just to like rock on the scene? Yeah. <laughs> on the scene. On the scene. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, uh, yeah, we have a like a twenty minute transport to the hospital. I can plug in my phone into the aux cord if you guys want to listen to Tayman podcast. <laughs> got yeah. something soothing. I got something soothing going I mean, on. Your room doesn't have a TV, so you know if you want to just rock if a you podcast, want to rock a podcast. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll be sure burst. to hand out business yeah. cards. The oh appendix burst, and you're driving to the hospital, and you're like, "Hey, just got this nice little something mellow." But yeah, keep keep than... your mind off of it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep your mind off. We the should all become EMTs after this episode. I can teach you. I can teach you. Just the ways. I can literally walk you through everything. Oh, I'm so down. I might be down. You You're down? Those, drive one of those around. 2 a.m. podcast DMT crew. I do down Dude. the line like want to buy one of those. I, uh, and convert it. Yeah, and convert That's it. That's always my thought. So but they get such bad gas mileage. What do mm. they get? Two. Eight. Just, just <laughs> 2.5. One. one. About eight miles to the gallon. Diesel or like gas? No, I'm, and I'm not talking about... Um, oh, no. Actually, 
they're get they're gasoline by the way for that question oh. but they're the, like they're we have like the vans so we also have the big mods which are the big box ones that you're used to seeing everywhere right the mods get like eight right which is would be the ideal one That's to convert awful. but like the vans like the e350s they get like 11 if you're lucky but i've gotten one of those mods down to like 3.6 before dang yeah oh my god yeah yeah and, and look when i say like 12 miles per gallon that's like being nice to it you know taking it really smooth but no i've gotten it down to like 3.6 where you like you needed to be somewhere just stepping on it and breaking everything so yeah yeah how many times would you fill it up realistically it's actually mind once blowing. a shift once a shift okay About once a shift so yeah i mean you come on shift you make sure you have full fuel yeah. if not if it's like anything above three quarters you, you assume you'll be fine because yeah. you rarely ever run through a whole tank during a shift Right, but it's towards the end of shift when you're done, you just go and fill yeah. for the next crew. It's I just thought it would be so courtesy. bad where you know you're putting someone on hold just because you have to fill gas. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. Come on, it's come not on. that bad. We, I mean, although we do go around like all they're of, dying. Yeah, yeah, we although we do go around all of like Orange County and stuff, yeah. it never gets to the point where we drain a whole tank. I've personally never done that. Mm. I'm sure maybe someone's done it, but that's actually insane. Well, that's another project for Elon Musk here. Electric ambulances, uh, more efficient ambulances. More we're electric. Just, we're yeah. just stacking the <laughs> no, 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 solar no. powered electric. Self-driving oh ambulances would be the best thing. Oh, dude! You have, then you'd do you'd lose your job, dude. No, because then you have <laughs> no, because then you could you have to the patient. Two sets of hands in the back as opposed to just the one. Ah, yeah, right. and that's the biggest issue. We spend time sometimes on scene in the back of the emails with two people doing stuff because it's just way more efficient to set things up take the five minutes away from the transport time to set it up initially and then start transporting that way it's not one person doing it in the back like everything yeah you know and the whole car's moving and the whole car's moving and everything else and, you know and think about <laughs> like when the person's not fully secured they just get locked don't you <laughs> oh my god when there's when there's uh no dip sign on the road and it's just a gnarly dip just hit oh we've all been through that <laughs> Fuck I, that. your heart just stops and then your brakes stop working have any of you caught I'm air from one of those before up air have you seen air like somebody catch I, air hell from yeah i've scraped I pretty badly ambulance. though you caught air in an ambulance yes how were you oh driving God. did yes. you do like 80 off of a hill in san no. francisco no <laughs> no <laughs> so is that possible yeah. oh it's possible because those things first of all horrible suspension a lot of inertia behind them because they're so freaking heavy oh, yeah. right they're probably eight tons or so you know so when they get launched they go up right and it was like these railroad tracks that were maybe like a foot I'm probably exaggerating, but whatever. Mm. It's like a foot above the level of whatever the street was. And then they like built up concrete to that point. And I wasn't paying attention. I was talking to my partner and everything else, right? And uh, we were um, training someone, a new EMT. They were in the back with us too, right? And I'm driving, I'm talking with him and stuff. I'm not paying attention. And I see it maybe from like here to that wall, which is maybe like, I don't know, 10 feet, 20 feet. Is when I initially see the whole ramp situation. Yeah. And I'm doing 45. It's a side street. And all I can think to go is just a couple of bumps as I turn around and just tell the person in that couple of bumps. And she turns around and she's like, what? As we hit this thing and it launches everything, I can, in the rear view mirror, see the gurney just lift up a bit and slam back down. I can see also her in the back go up and back down again. And then just from her, just, what the fuck? I said a couple bumps. It's like, I didn't hear you. I'm just like, I'm sorry. But yeah. So I've, I've caught her in those. God for damn. sure. Imagine being that asshole. I've been there multiple Just times. fucking sending it multiple in an ambulance. Times. <laughs> multiple times. Couple bumps. That's some GTA stuff right there. It's funny, but like, okay, normal driving, I'm 
I'm going to just say it. I'm not that good at ambulance driver <laughs> in normal driving. Like if we're just driving somewhere like nonchalant, you know, no lights and sirens, I'm not paying that much attention. I'm like driving with my own car, Yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. stepping on it, braking like pretty close to the light or whatever. Um, but w- when I'm on a call and transporting someone or I'm running, especially lights and sirens, right. That's when I'm just like, all right, focus. And like, I can, I can run it a lot smoother, you know? How do those things? How do those things uh, handle? Like, do they are just? I imagine the worst thing on the. How planet, do you ex- right? yeah? How do you expect them to handle? Well, I mean, they might surprise you. Like well, you know the like the police interceptors or the um what are they the? Yeah, they interceptors. The well, Crown Vicks. No, no, not the Crown Vicks. I'm thinking of the SUVs. Know, yeah, what are they even suburban called? The Ford, uh, or Ford uh, uh, explorers? Explorers, yeah. Yeah, those things handle like surprisingly well. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. But at the same time, like our units are a lot heavier. So they're top heavy. You oh, can't yeah. take a turn that fast. They're like what, ten feet high, eight feet high? Uh, tall, ten like. foot six. Jeez. Yeah, on the big ones and the nine foot six on the vans. Yeah, you have to know that because you have to know clearances when you're driving mm. under stuff. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I've never hit anything, but I know people that have driven under like little overhangs at places, and it's, you hear a. Shoot. Yeah. So that's that's why I know the exact height because we need to have to know the clearances for them. That's yeah. crazy. 10.69. <laughs> Not taking any calipers to it, but yeah, <laughs> you have to know. What were we talking about before, though? Uh, we were talking about... Oh, the handling. Yeah. The handling. So, like I said, yeah, very top-heavy, right? Um, you can't go that quick in them because they'll just start shaking, you know, at like 80. Really? <laughs> I mean, I mean, probably... Like I, I, think, said, I think something might be wrong with it. Like, exactly. The, the alignment's probably... Here's the true. thing. Here's the thing. A lot of these things have over 200,000 miles on them. Okay. They're older vehicles suspension is expensive to replace on those things so they just never do Fair enough. they just keep them how they are and i've had the honor the luxury of driving <laughs> some of the brand new units that roll out because we got some maybe a couple months ago like oh we got three some. of them we, oh we got we got. got like three new ones right and like they handle beautifully beautifully because normally again you hit a bump everything gets jostled <laughs> fantastic you hit a bump and everything goes flying. And these, you hit a bump and it levels out immediately. And it's just smooth. Damn. Smooth. The That's Ferrari nice. of ambulances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, but no, it's not going to last. With how they're treated and everything, obviously, you know. Mm. No, I meant mainly like when you have to move or bob and weave through traffic. You know what I'm saying? Or you got to get somewhere. Uh, Most people will just move over, I imagine. Well, yeah, point. it's not like he's bobbing no, and no, weaving. No, I'm thinking like... on like the freeway. But then again, you'd probably mm. just take the shoulder, right? You, yeah, so here, here's the thing. Here's the... Um, law for um driving it's called code three when it's lights and sirens mm. right code two with no lights and sirens so code th- don't ask me code one because no one knows i don't have no <laughs> idea what code one is but there's code two and code three code three again lights and sirens um the rule is you have to stay in the far left lane while you're going lights and sirens like on side streets mm-hmm. and then you turn from that lane right mm. however if there's a car blocking that lane and there's an open lane wherever you know, you can feel free to take that open lane to get past everyone, right? But again, it's very slow. And again, a lot of people think you're you're speeding, you're doing whatever. Technically, you're only allowed to do 10 miles above the speed limit with like really? the sirens. Because here's the thing. Know that. The goal isn't to go fast. The goal is to, to go there safe. safely. And it's also to not stop for a prolonged period. So the whole goal of going with lights and sirens, right? It's different than PD because, you know, PD can fly as I've, fast seen as they PD I've seen fly. them go. Yeah. I don't know how. Yeah, but they fly. Whereas with us, it's about getting there safely. It's not just us driving; it's someone in the back too. So it's about not stopping at like traffic lights, 
for a prolonged period. Again, red lights, you're coming to a complete stop, looking both ways. And like the DMV tests will tell you, you got to stop at a red light, make eye contact with everybody at the <laughs> intersection so they know they acknowledge you and then keep going, right? You're not doing that per se, but that's the exact thing. So you're driving with what's called due regard for everyone else, just mm. making sure that they can see you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you're allowed to oppose traffic if you need to. Again, like if you're approaching a light and all lanes are taken up, you can go into the opposite um, side of traffic and go that way mm, and go like 15, 20 if you need to. It's until you an get adrenaline past rush. Have you ever had to do that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Of opposed traffic. I've, I've taken left-hand turns from the far right lane on like a six lane wide intersection, PCH near superior uh, all the way. Yeah, exactly. The far right lane, you know, that whole intersection is like six lanes wide. Yeah. The far right lane, I had to take a left turn right there and that was the only lane open. So yeah. That's crazy. Now, uh, now from here, what, uh, do you have any specific goal as to like, do you want to climb the ladder within this industry or what? Oh, sure. I mean, I'm no one, no one plans to stay in EMT forever. It happens. Yeah. It yeah. happens, but it's not a career. Um, it's a stepping stone job to other stuff. People mm-hmm. want to do paramedic. They want to go into fire. They want to do nursing or whatever. In my case, it's nursing. I want to be a nurse. So mm. I'm finishing prereqs for nursing school while I'm working, which is, you know, it's a cool job to have while you're in school too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully be a nurse. Good luck, dude. We'll yeah. get there Thank sometime. You. Yeah. But it all revolves around healthcare. <laughs> yeah. You know? But Same I've been world. considering doing paramedic as well, but mm. it just it's how the chips fall. Yeah. The cards. I don't know what the we'll saying is. Where, where the cards lay. Or, yeah. Later. Exactly. Um, exactly. I got a question. Mm-hmm. So what are the limits of facial hair <laughs> on the job? <laughs> so is it, is it strict? This is one of the main reasons I've been thinking of leaving. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> I knew it. You can't grow a beard. I've been wanting to grow out a beard out. So for, for like the longest time, and yet you're not allowed. So mm. what you're allowed is a mustache that cuts off at your upper lip. That's oh, it. That's so Hitler stash. No, not your no, nose. No, no, not, <laughs> not your nose. Not the... Your upper lip. <laughs> just upper lip, dude. Upper lip. That's it. So you can grow it on the sides. A little bit. You should grow a mustache. Just a little bit. I, you never saw me with a mustache? Dude, he had a glorious mustache. Yeah. You, you should bring it back. You should bring it back. I'll show you some back. pictures later. We're not going to put it up for I'm the done. podcast. Oh, no, we will. I wish we will. That's what editing's for. Did he just wink? Huh? Did he just wink? Oh, he's like, I'll show you some pictures later. We'll just do a floating little picture of the mustache oh, just across the screen. <laughs> yeah, My face hovering right here. <laughs> yes. Or just superimpose it on me with the stash. Calm down. That'd be better. Much better. Send send that over. I'll edit it in. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> edit it. Edit it. Edit it. But no, the reason being is you need the mask to seal on your face. And with facial hair, obviously it can't make a good seal. Yeah. So the masks you wear and everything else, like the N95s now with the whole coronavirus. Yeah. Um, yeah, it has to seal on your face, so it has to be clean shaven, not even five o'clock shadow. But Damn, geez. I would yeah. really hate that job. Oh, yeah, I'd get in trouble then, wouldn't I? I don't just, know. Do you have a five o'clock shadow? A little bit of scruff. Scruff? You just shave it. You're fine. <laughs> no, I mean, would I get in trouble if I showed up to work with this? Yeah, I'll tell you to shave it. Your mic, your micro scruff. My micro scruff. <laughs> <laughs> Microfiber towel on his face. I'm kind. I'm kind of curious to know. Um, where the fuck am I going with this? <laughs> You're the know, one who started it, buddy. Well, no, because that because what you were saying kind of got to me, but I was thinking that about this before. But <clears> we were talking forgot, about dude. beards. Yeah, we were talking about beards, but oh, yeah. I was gonna say, um, I just I want to know if do you guys get any updates on like new like information, material information, things like that, like um, 
things that you guys haven't really heard of or something that relates to something, but it's just kind of like a like an updated medical term or like a or like, are a, you, like a process or something where you need new training kind of thing, but for the same job, of course. Oh, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. So like, um, you have to update your certifications and everything every two years. Yeah. So you have a national registry certification you have a state certification mm -hmm. every two years you're renewing them right yeah um and in that process you go again through skills testing you go again through like um you, you have to get what's called ce's like continuing education units or ceus rather and you get a certain amount of those submit it to like the nremt or you know california i forget the website because i haven't researched in a while um give it to them they see that you have all the criteria and then you're good so yes so like when you're doing like your skills again and practicing that they want to make sure you're up to date with everything so yeah okay. you of course get refreshed so it's more than everything. paperwork that's what i'm saying it's, it's more than just paperwork okay. and here's like here's all my yeah you know, it's like there's some new information that you guys need yeah. to learn and we'll test it doesn't happen often yeah but, but every now and then they'll add something to your scope of practice yeah. they'll take things away from your scope of practice they'll let you know so your scope of practice what you're allowed to do mm -hmm. in the area that you're in interesting yeah i've got i've got two questions for you and we're kind of stepping away from the EMT stuff for a minute, if you don't mind. Sure. So let, let's That's what this podcast the is first, for. The first question, most people are probably going to say no to. Do you have any ghost stories? Anything paranormal? <laughs> okay, okay, oh, okay. Let's okay. get into On it. the job. Oh, it's time. Imagine. Dude, the gurney was floating, I swear to God. Like, he, he actually <laughs> has one. You have one? No way. Please. Kind of. Okay. Okay, we'll let's take it. it. Kind of. I don't want to know what kind so, is. Logan and I were talking about this, like, while ago about ghost stories i'm Wait. super inter interested in ghost stories you just, and logan we were just talking like oh okay like we we're just very into creepy stuff uh -huh. ghost stories things like that i'm right? sure you guys are one of my coworkers was also very interested in like creepy stuff and so her and i were talking while we were working together about just like experiences things like that blah blah, blah right and um you know it was just kind of one of those things that to pass the time and talk and, you know um pass stories back and forth anyway so we go to pick someone up and we're in the, I'm sitting in the front of the ambulance, right? She's in the back with the patient, you know, she's doing her thing before we head out and everything. And in the ambulance, there's timers in the back that you can like, without the rig being on, you can flip it back and it gives you like five minutes before it goes, you know, click, 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 click till it shuts mm. off again. They're automatic lights essentially, unless you can go into like the behind the gurney and there's switches to actually turn the lights on to keep them on. But the, again, the unit has to be on. Right. Or I can switch them on from the front where I am. Right. So I have the controls up here as well that I can control different things. So anyway, flip the timer on, get the patient loaded and she jumps in. I'm sitting up front and um, I'm on my phone, like mapping the, where we're going and corner of my vision. I see the lights turn off in the back. Right. And then they turn back on. So in my head, I'm like, oh, okay. So they turned off and she just went ahead and turned them on through the dial. Right. Mm -hmm. But no. So they turn off, turn back on. And I hear she, I hear her go, thank you. She's thanking me for turning them on. And I'm like, dude, that wasn't me. She's like, stop it. Stop it. You're messing with me. No. And I, I swear to God, I swear to God, that's not me. Right. No joke. Two seconds later, the lights just start going like flickering in the back. And she's like, dude, stop that. I'm like, my hands are right here. I'm not touching anything. Is there any way that could, it could be faulty? Yeah, it was a faulty electricity. Okay. That's what it was. That's why I said kind of. So it was a faulty dial. So the dial in that specific unit would get, it would get stuck. So it was a consistent thing that we just didn't catch initially, right? Or maybe it just broke while we were working with it. That it would like, you turn it back. And then once it hit a certain point, you would get stuck. And so it would just start like shaking back and forth. 
and just start flickering the lights. Uh, but it's pretty funny. But actually, no, I do have something to add on that, which I still can explain. Okay. So when we drop this patient off to where they were going, um, sometimes we'll relocate to clean the ambulance and do paperwork and stuff because we just don't want to stay in that area. Right. So we relocated. We threw the gurney back in. Right. And I thought I locked it in because in the ambulance, there's like a little mechanical lock that locks the gurney in place. Right. So put the gurney in. I heard it click. I thought it locked in place. Right. As we're driving to where we're relocating, I hear the gurney like swaying around in the back, like moving back and forth. I'm like, oh, I guess it didn't initiate the lock. So I thought it was just moving around freely in the back, which happens sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. Whatever. No joke. We get to where we're going. Open the back doors. The gurney's sitting there locked in place. And we're like, what the? F-? Now, now, granted, okay, it could have been bobbing back and forth and locked itself. Mm-hmm. Could It's possible. Okay. It's possible. But what are the chances? Mm, higher than you think, maybe. Okay. I mean, maybe. How hard do you have, Wait, so how does the locking mechanism work? Like, do you have to ram it into the corner or something and it just goes like around no, So it? on a gurney, there's like this little stub this pin that's sticking out from the bottom of the base right because the wheels come up Mm -hmm. sorry for hitting the mic there but wheels come up and then there's this little like pin that's sitting there right and so what happens is like there's these antlers up front that kind of guide in the back wheels that keep them in place because it's just shaped like again like kind of antlers like Mm -hmm. like this right Mm -hmm. and the back wheels fit into those slots and then you bring the gurney to the side to the left hand side and hit it against the pin so here's the Here's the little pin thing, and there's a little clamp that it rests in. It hits a little pin. Once it hits that pin, it it grabs onto it. Mm -hmm. That's how it works, right? And so maybe if it wasn't locked, it was just swinging around, not necessarily moving around. Maybe just swinging, and it swung back in place and locked itself. That could have been possible. Nonetheless, the fact that it happened right after, like, the electrical problem... (laughs) We were both just losing our minds. Yeah. yeah. I'm calling aliens, bro. <laughs> I'm calling aliens. Shoot. I'm calling aliens. Abduct the gurney. Yeah. Second question. Conspiracy theories. Are there any that you think might have some validity or are completely true? Are you one of the uh, birds are controlled by the government people? Absolutely. Those you... fucking so, people exist? So <laughs> let's get into the it. Reason, <laughs> the reason the government locked down everything and told them to stay in the house, because they need to change the batteries in the birds. I heard that. <laughs> so... No, I, I heard Snowden leak that. I can't believe people actually believe that. Um, not, no, not necessarily. I'm, I like to think of myself as a rational person, right? And like, sure, you can rationalize some conspiracy theories where it's just like, what about this? What about this? If this happens, then this can happen too, right? I fall in the boat of just like, you take the simplest of the options, Occam, right? Occam's razor. Occam's razor. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I was trying to think about what it was. Thanks. Mm. Occam's razor. When you're met with two options, two explanations to something, it's usually the more simpler, right? The one yeah. that's simplest. So I'm not one to fall into conspiracy. Don't get me wrong. They're interesting. Some of them are really cool, right? <laughs> to like just research and look into. Um, but this then gets into kind of the whole, um, uh, what are they called? Cryptids. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, uh, or like Mothman oh, or like yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that or, uh, um, you know, Bigfoot, things like that. Those are super. I love that stuff too. And like listening to those stories. Do I think they're real? Probably not. Probably not. But they're cool stories to listen to. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with conspiracy theories. Yeah. You know? Dang, dude. Well, conspiracy theories can go multiple ways too. There's some real life tragic events. There's also yeah, uh, just stuff like yeah. Some of them go like real deep. Oh yeah. Like, have you heard the one about the uh, the Denver airport? 
No. Oh, I'm so, about to go I don't in think on this so. Right now. I I don't have a hundred percent. I don't have all of the facts, you know, down in memory, but I can sure. tell you like a couple of the things, and I've been there, so I can verify one of the things. So for starters, um, there's some fucking creepy ass pictures around there, and I'm talking about like dudes with gas masks, like holding swords over cowering people, and then like they're totally dressed up to look like nazis and a whole bunch of other like end of the world scenario kind of stuff but looks like it was painted for a children's book if that makes any sense the perfect okay, kind of cartoonish they're scattered around the airport the perfect art for a fucking airport yeah the um outside of the airport there's a big blue horse and it has glowing red eyes and it's kind of the creepiest thing you'll ever see like cruising up to the airport i'm just being honest like it was super weird um, and the reason why people believe that they went with that is because they think the airport is being used as a potential Illuminati potential. Um, there's a more, there's a more specific group and I'm trying to remember which one it is. Freemasons. Something like that. Okay. You know, they're like trying to pin on somebody like that, but they're saying in the end of the world scenario, like that's where all the, the highest global elites would gather because technically under the mall, there is like a whole like little city built underneath it yeah or sorry the mall not not the mall the airport, the airport. yeah the airport. i apologize i feel like their first choice wouldn't be an airport in denver i, think I would disagree that makes a lot of sense really yeah lower population easily um, accessible a lot of yeah. noise to cover up whatever you're doing downstairs exactly child sacrifices and all that shit yeah dude <laughs> lots of empty land think about it lots of square footage no Lots of square foot. We yeah. just we just passed by um what is it a Freemason office? Oh yeah, Freemasonry temple. Oh, a Masonic yeah. temple. A Masonic oh. temple. Yeah, there we go. And one of the conditions, one of the prerequisites, is that you have to believe in a in a supreme, supreme being. being. Another one is you got to go fast in a supreme Masonic temple. <laughs> no, no. Let's think about this. Let's say you walk in. Let's say one of us walks in. What is the process like? I don't know. They give the you process. like an application. Oh, uh, they yeah, probably like attach Google a lie detector to you. And then they gotta like verify that you're not fucking lying and you're not in on this and you're not working with Vice News. And then after you, <laughs> you put your tinfoil hat on, yeah. I don't think it's that crazy of a thing though. Because I mean, like I've had a teacher that was a Mason. Like, well, it's just I know like a. I've a, met a other couple other people. That it's a club. Right. I think what I'm saying is it's more than a club and a belief. It's a cult. Well, it's yeah, it's a cult for sure. Um, is it a cult though? I I mean that's it. Kind of falls under. I mean, I cult. I would imagine I that's it, the. Stereotype. I think it's a secret society. I don't think it's a cult. And if yeah. you are, I mean, are we drawing a difference between the two right now? I think because that's I feel the same like, not really. I feel, I feel like, like a cult shit. could be a secret society, but a secret society would have a hard time being a cult unless there was a religious thing taxed onto it. It's it's a high end Costco membership. Let's be real. <laughs> There's some benefits that come along. You pay a little price up front. That's hey, that's all dude, it is. Can you return everything? Stone. Yeah. <laughs> You have a year long warranty on everything. Oh Above gold and platinum. Yeah. They have their own fucking the cafeteria stone. too. Oh, oh my god. There's granite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I I well, secret society, whatever. I want to go in there and sign up just for shits and giggles. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I really do. I was saying like I wanna like what if I wanted to like document that? Like, I don't think I, I mean, could you though? At this point? I'm white. No, I was gonna say, have you talked about your beliefs on this podcast in terms of like do you believe in a higher power? Because if so, I mean, I imagine that they would check this before they would allow you to come in. Well, they say supreme being. Yeah. They don't say what specific type of supreme yeah. being. That I understand, so but funny. do you believe in a supreme being? Whether that's God. In an unconventional way, yes. What if you go in? In a roundabout way. Okay. What if you go in that's to all sign up? Right. 
you're going in to sign up and you're like, all right, we'll see what this is about. Right. Mm -hmm. And then out of nowhere, you don't remember anything. And then suddenly you wake up on a black couch and you're like, what the fuck? And then there's like two cameras in front of you. And you're like, what? This is the 2 a.m. Oh, podcast. Hella familiar. Surrounded by ice and scar on your left side here. <laughs> Not even Kidneys ice, where you're supposed to be. Just a black leather couch and a white wall. <laughs> and two cameras pointed Jesus at you. Jesus Christ, dude. And you're just like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Come on, guys. You know what I'm talking about. I do. I do. Oh, now I get you. Okay. Oh, finally, you son of a bitch. It took you a little bit. Like, I thought he was referencing a movie. Like a movie. Oh, he's scene. referencing a lot of movies. There's, yeah, there's a lot of movies. There's a few circulating online You're like, yeah. in certain oh, regions God, of the internet. Why does I'll send you a link. Hurt. I'll oh. send you a link. <laughs> what does my asshole hurt? What is this? God. Oh. What the hell? What happened last night? Last night? <laughs> I thought this was a family show. Yeah, this is not a family text. show. This, this is, is R-rated, baby. Hey, bro, it's labeled as explicit. We're supposed to be able to show explicit. this in Bible camps. That's how clean I want it to be. Yeah, our Freemason camps. Freemasonic. Whoa, whoa, Masonic hey. camps. What? Oh, they had camps? Oh, I'm sure they do. Everyone has a camp. Yeah. Any good you know there's a camp. lot of... Uh, it's probably underground, true. too. Yep. Or any good club goes camping. Either one. I'll accept either one. Why yeah. is Bible camp so funny to me? <laughs> it is. It honestly is. Like, can you imagine? It's it? like having Quran camp. Yeah. You know? Like Astro camp. Yeah. like the Torah it's camp. Like, there is like not Quran camp. Yeah, but I know, but that's why it's called Bible camp. It's like the book camp, you know? Like, Who's ready for Bible camp? <gasps> me, dude. Because I mean, can you imagine anything like more pure? I mean, other than the fact that, like, you know, there's we a lot have, of like eighth graders or sixth graders that are like vaping now, and everybody's yeah. having kids super early. I don't, I don't feel comfortable like about a fourteen year old Bible camp in the middle of the baby. woods with <laughs> middle aged priests. I don't feel comfortable with this. I, feel like I imagine it would be younger counselors. I, I, I can't imagine they would have I, I, older male priests. Yeah, I don't think there'd the be woods. priests in the woods there. <laughs> I mean, maybe in like the sixties, up through probably the seventies, maybe the eighties, maybe. Mm. I don't think nowadays. Are you a man no, of no Christ? <laughs> That's actually why I came here today to talk to you guys about. <laughs> he pulls his Bible talking out. Talking about our Lord and Savior. Um, oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, uh, Joseph, what was the guy's name from uh, Mormons? Or not Mor wasn't Mormons? Mormon. Joseph something? I'm talking about. Oh, um, the uh, guy who started it? Yeah. Oh, whatever. It's not important. I can't think of it. Joseph name. Smith? Wait, maybe Smith. No way. Some Mormon's name, Joseph just, Smith. You just assume it's a white people religion. Just throw a Smith on the end yeah. of his first Go name. Ahead. It'll be fine. Well, I, th I thought that's what you did. <laughs> Historically, maybe. Mm. I mean, I'm going to Google what the guy's name is. Because I keep thinking L. Ron Hubbard, but that's the guy that no. makes Scientology. No, no, no. Not him. Maybe that's who I am thinking about. It has nothing to do with Mormons. So you're a Scientologist? Jo I mean, oh I, I do like science. Just just, see no I that sounds familiar i'm so right bro i told like that, that sounded familiar i oh my i wasn't gonna give zade crap for that because i i thought he was right on that to be honest yeah. that's funny joseph so, wait is mormonism the religion where you're allowed to have multiple wives or is that yes um, yeah. yeah so you go to utah something else yeah right yeah yeah you think they how, did that guy like me? claim polygamy? that he had golden polygamy? tablets that he found in the ground and like papers or something that was connected to Jesus. And he's like, this is the word that we're supposed to preach. They also believe they're going to go to the moon when everything's done. Mormons? No really? Yeah. No. There's something about the moon with Mormons. The moon. The moon. What's the... The okay. Mormon moon. It's a Mormon moon. What, you know Dwight Schrute? Yeah. So what's his family? 
They're Amish. Amish, Amish. Yeah, okay, yeah we're talking Amish. about Amish. Yeah. And it's like German Amish, so it's like, like a weird very, sect. like related. Maybe. Besides the whole going to your door Wait, and knocking. Okay, so I'm kind of confused. What is Amish, technically? Does anyone here know? I just Amish. know, I, I like how the Amish just kick their teenagers out into the real world, and then they get a choice to come back or not. That's what? that's all I like about the Amish. Really? What are yeah. you talking about? Really? They actually send their teenagers, I think they give them the option, you can either stay here, or you can leave and just completely, like, disappear. I don't think that's accurate. That doesn't seem like something I think like that's a stereotype. Like, I feel like, I think I know what you're talking about. I think you're referring to the idea that once they're 18 or something like that, mm -hmm. they just get booted out of their house and they can never come back or they can choose to stay forever. I don't know if it's a choice or not. I've never heard that. Weird. I just remember hearing that. I think if it's like a very strict Amish community, maybe if you leave it, like, I don't think you're going to be allowed to come back. But I feel like there's more modern Amish groups where they're like, yeah, we don't own but anything that's that's uh, that has electricity in it. But I think they're allowed to borrow. So, like, they can get, like, a crane if they need it or, like, power mm. tools. No, they're not like allowed that. to use a crane. What is this? What the hell? These fake-ass Amish people. <laughs> fake-ass. <laughs> these these diet Amish. <laughs> Walmart <laughs> brand Amish. Amish zero. <laughs> I'm going to go there and show them how to live. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean by leave, though? Leave and do what? what? Like, they leave with an axe and a bundle of potatoys? No, like, no, no. Like, they get sent leave? off into, into modern wolves? modern times. Oh, okay. Like, the modern imagine, world. Gotcha, gotcha. Imagine you're Amish, and every day you wake up on your porch, bro, and then there's just, like, acres of fucking land, and you're like, ha, ah, this is the only life I know. And then, all of a sudden... Sorry, how do Amish people talk again? Ah, ha. this is the only life I know. <laughs> like, just eyebrows raised 24-7. Anyway... Uh, and then one day you're given the option to just go to like downtown freaking, I don't know, Madison Square Park or like yeah. New York somewhere. That would be culture shock. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You'd be like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I had to think about that and imagine it for a second. Was there a point to that story? You're trying to, I no, think. No, there wasn't. But like, I'm just saying imagine it. Imagine an Amish person stumbling upon in and out for the first to that time. Story? This guy. <laughs> I can see why you waited Yo, so long to have me on the bro, podcast. This EMT got jokes, dude. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah, he's all happy about it, too. Good shit. Good That's shit. why I'm here. I'll, I'll leave now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh. You think Eskimos get culture shock the first time they step foot on New York? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be pretty crazy. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Probably heat shock. I don't know about culture shock. Maybe heat shock. Uh, excuse me. Where are the cornfields? It's <laughs> <laughs> just a Trump Tower and shit. <laughs> Man, that'd be insane. They just show you the golden arches of McDonald's. Or the cornfields. You know what I feel like we should do with uh, Basil? Hmm. Spice. I think it's time to bring back ASMR. <laughs> ASMR. What up, Basil? What's going on? Basil. Am I supposed to talk like this? Basil, take it away. ASMR. Do it in podcast. Guys. Accounts of feedback. Say this is their least favorite segment. Their least. I want you guys to guess exactly. They can fucking deal with it. I want you to subscribe. Thank you, Logan, for telling me that because now I can't stop doing it. I think we're going to have all our episodes like this. So if you keep it down like that, we Oh, we got some goodies for you. And now we flip the sands of time. You like that? And we're done. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for joining us on this episode of um, ASMR with the guest. Which yes. I guess that's a new thing we're doing. Now. <laughs> yeah, ASMR with the guest. Yeah. We just want to like because if they don't accept it, I'll just be like. <laughs>
that'll be funny to me because it'll be like they're so yeah, uncomfortable right now uncomfortable. Yeah, they don't they're, like it so yeah. you're doing it yeah. but especially when we just that's, that's this whole relationship yeah. between me and zade <laughs> trying to make the other one uncomfortable yeah. or constantly Literally. whispering into each other's ears i could be either or <laughs> ever since Depends kindergarten ever since hey kindergarten. hey nap time right we remember one one uh daddy long legs bro <laughs> Literally like picture perfect. Probably my earliest memory hmm. is being in nap time or whatever, being right next to Zade, and we're looking at the shelf with it, like messing with the daddy long leg, like throwing stuff at it and seeing how it reacts. That's just <laughs> just kid shit, bro. Him and I just remember that. Just him and I just remember that for whatever reason. It's just funny. There was a speaking about spiders that you befriended in middle school. There was this little one that we had. It was like um, I don't know what kind of spider it was. I don't know if it was fully grown or if it was just like a tarantula that was about to blow up but it was neon orange and black oh interesting yeah stay yeah. away from that shit no it's lit i mean it was, it was whatever this kid was like carrying it in his hands and we had a cup we put it in then we hid it under a table and we would go back to it later and he'd still be there it's like his name was <laughs> philip 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 the arachnid the, ar- Dang, dude. the arachnoid <laughs> the arachnoid <laughs> but uh i think yeah that's enough spider talk for today yeah i think spider- we have uh We've exhausted ourselves on this episode. Yeah, but um, do you have any medical advice for our viewers? Yeah. Wash your damn hands. Okay. Sorry. What else? What Wash else? your goddamn hands. Not ass, not balls, just hands? Just don't touch them. But okay. Just not ass, not <laughs> balls. Or if you do, wash yeah, your hands time. afterwards. Please. Yeah, please. Sure. Every time you're Please. Out. And don't, okay. One thing, okay, I get people are saying cautious and everything else, but people are buying all the surgical masks all the gloves, everything else. Like there's a shortage in the country for healthcare professionals. Please, please, please. Mm-hmm. Best thing you do, just stay home. Yes. Please just you stay home. If you need to go out, I get it. But people are just wandering outside, going on walks with a mask on or gloves. And not to be selfish, we need it a little more than you do. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes. Well, it's a little true. Not to be harsh. But. And I do apologize on behalf of the whole world, but... <laughs> Fair. There you go, man. All right. I accept um, the apology. Anyway, those were the wise <laughs> words of Basil Spice Rack Dacklebab. That is the sickest middle name. Uh, <laughs> and that is your ori- original middle name as well. That is Spice Rack. I think we're uh, closing off, Logan. We signing off here. I'm yes, doing the sir. outro. Well, once again, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. We love, we're loving all the love. We are exci- we're excited to have new guests. <laughs> we're loving all the, the love. We're loving all the love, baby. Yes, you know what yes. it is. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Fuck Castbox. Fuck that shit, all right? We're not mentioning uh, that ever again. Never mentioning Castbox again. I'm fine never. with that. I've messed it up every single time, and I still haven't managed to remember good. what it is. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Exactly. Other than that, this has been Zaid. This has been Basil. Said, this has been Logan. Thank you for joining us once again, everybody. We'll see you later. Later, alligator. Later.